0: close your eyes and pull down. <laughs> <laughs> and a new Irish record for Phil Healy 22.99 no can
1: last,
0: no more. And he Christy Cooney hands over the Sam Maguire Cup to Graham County Cork All-Ireland Champions for the 7th seventh-
1: Hello and welcome to the Star Sport podcast. My name is Jack McCarran of the Southern Star, and I'm joined as always by Star Sport editor Kieran McCarty. On today's podcast, we're going to be chatting to Cork and Clonakilty goalkeeper Martina O'Brien. With the return of football imminent, the Banaskarthy native gives us her thoughts on the county setup, her club ambitions for the year, and the art of goalkeeping. But Kieran, before we hear from Martina, you might just give us an update on the return to play amongst clubs in the region challenge matches are back on i'm playing my first one tonight training is up and running you obviously spoke to tracy kennedy on last week's podcast about whether or not supporters will be allowed to attend games so let's start there any update on whether or not supporters will be permitted to go into grounds and watch games as they return
0: we have no update yet on, in terms of numbers, what the attendance numbers will be, regards, I suppose, the championship games when they throw in at the end of the month. Like Tracy Kennedy said last week, I think the hope is, and it's a hope, that the situation will improve so more fans can get in. Obviously, we know there will be a number of fans. I think it's 500 by the end of the month. Um, but that includes players, match officials, and all that. So, how those kind of the, the remaining places, maybe 400. Will be a lot between the clubs. Nobody knows at the moment, so we just have to wait and see. But like you said, there, there's challenge games going on right around the division at the moment, and right around the country, which is which is great to see. Um, Dennis Hurley was at the Kilbritten Argyll Rangers hurling challenge game in Kilbritten on Saturday night, and um, he's a lovely piece in this week's Southern Star, just about it. Even I suppose for Dennis um, and his column also is on. I suppose the, the GA coming back he went 119 days without covering a game and for someone like Dennis Hurley who who lives for, for match reports and lives for games and we find him at five or six games on, on, on a weekend um, it was a it was a famine for him so I think he was delighted to be on the sideline in Britain on on Saturday night and even though he got a bit wet he wasn't complaining um, he was making a note of I suppose the differences of this new norm at the moment kind of like players had to tag out at home did they, they're stretching on their own and so on. They brought their own water bottles. Um, the hand sanitizing. So there is obviously new rules and new changes that are there at the moment, but they're there for a reason. Um, but like Dennis said, once the action started, it was there was no quarter given, like like you would expect. So um, it's just great to have a back check, and it's full steam ahead now for the championships that are are kind of throwing and kicking off in um, in the next couple of weeks. And what's happened over. The last few days as well is that we're getting the fixture details and um, it's kind of hot off the press for from today and it's going to go through quickly that the the county championship fixtures and dates have been released um, just just on this this Wednesday afternoon and there will be um, a lot of interest at, and we've talked about it at West Cork Group of dates that has Castlehaven, Carvery, Island Rovers, and Newcestown and just to let our our listeners and viewers know that the Carbery Rangers-Castlehaven senior football game will take place in Clannacilty on Sunday, July 26th at 2.30pm. The day before that, the Newcestown and Island Rovers game takes place in Dunmanway at 7pm. And that weekend, that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, July 24th 26th, it's the first weekend of the county football championships, and it's quite busy. Um, O'Donovan Rassa in St. Nick's in the Senior A Football Championship is the Saturday in Brinney at 3.30pm. Um, just keeping a quick look down the list now for, for a couple of other local games. We have Castletown Bear playing ahead in Kilmurray on the Saturday. Um, Gabriel Rangers are taking on Nemo Rangers on the Sunday in Kilmichael. We'll have all those details up on the Southern Star website, so they're sort of right worth checking out right now to see those opening weekend fixtures in the county championships. Like I said, Jack,
1: it's full steam ahead. Yeah, and the only thing I heard there was that Island Rovers opening game of the Championship is going to land on Saturday the 25th, which means all the Island Rovers soccer players will be available for our Championship Cup semi final clash on the Sunday. So that's great news for me. Uh, Kieran, you mentioned just there before you went through the fixtures about players having to warm up by themselves and other such changes that have been introduced. You spoke to Sinead Regan, a physiotherapist, last week in the Southern Star and she went through a list of top tips that players can introduce to their own regiment to ensure that they don't get injured as they return to play heats up. So are there any of the top tips you'd like to share with us now, anything that players, including myself, who's going to be trying to warm himself up tonight to take on Clonakilty in a junior hurling challenge, anything that can help me Improve my game because God knows I'm going to need it.
0: I think Sheila Regan. She's opened her own um, business, Optimum Recovery Limited, in Ahamilla in Clonakilty. Um, she made a lot of great points when we chatted to her. She kind of shared her top tips for club players to avoid injuries because, like you know yourself, Jack, what players are are coming off this kind of this period of inactivity for a couple of months, where they were training at home and they were doing online Zoom classes and so on to keep themselves ticking over. Now all of a sudden they're going from a low base to a very high intensity where championship matches have been thrust upon them after only a couple of weeks of training. So there is um, an expectation that we will see a spike in injuries and muscle injuries, kind of groin, calf, hamstrings and so on. So what Sinead did, um, she shared her top tips and I'll just go through some of them here. And our first one was listen to your body and it kind of sounds very straightforward, but Sinead made the point that not, not a lot of players do that People, players ignore the warning signs. Um, so if you're feeling sore before training, that's your body telling you that it's not 100% and that it is it is fatigued. So maybe just wind it in a small bit and wind down that don't go 100% in that training session. And Sinead makes the point, you need to listen to these warning signs. So listen to your body. Sleep is a very underrated recovery technique. Um, whatever walk of life, whether you're whether it's you're a GA player, a soccer player, whether it's you're, you just work a lot. I suppose we can all admit, Jack, that we don't probably sleep as much as as we probably should. But when you sleep, it just allows your body time to recover. So that's very important in the weeks ahead. And I know you like that one because you're a fellow who likes your sleep, Jack. So now you have a good reason to sleep until 10 o'clock most mornings. Um, going down through some of the other, other kind of, it sounds obvious, stay hydrated, kind of, have your two litres of water every day, especially when you're training, you're sweating that much more. So you need to kind of replace that. So get water into your nutrition. Again, very, very important. You need the adequate carbohydrates for your energy. You need the adequate protein to help your body repair, rest and relax too. Again, they sound very, very obvious, Jack, but sometimes the obvious things in front of you, you actually don't pay heed to it. So um, Sinead said, time is one of the best ways to recover or heal from an injury it also works after a hard workout your body has an amazing capacity to get, take care of itself if you allow it some time um, and here also just uh just to point
1: out as well to our listeners that that full list of tips from Sinead are available on southernstar.ie right now and she goes into detail as to what each of the headings mean and how they can improve your own <laughs> physical well-being as we return to play Kieran, another point I wanted to touch on before we move on to Martina, and that's the situation with referees. I know you covered this last week as well. So, what's the latest? Clubs are expected to provide support for the referees in terms of um, umpires, etc. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, I think kind of referees have almost been forgotten, Jack, in in all of this at the moment. Like we've all our our championship fixtures kind of kind of planned ahead for the next couple of weeks and months, and there was an incredibly busy schedule there. But think about the referees for a moment. They're going to have to cover football hurling, ladies' football, Camogie, game, underage games. So they're going to be stretched very thin over the next couple of months. And I suppose, with, if we go back over the years, even in Carberry here, I'm thinking back to back in February, where the Carberry board found it quite hard to get five ref- referees to referee 521 games on the one weekend. Now you're thinking, you're looking at weekends where it's just jam-packed from Friday through to Sundays with an incredible amount of county championship and divisional championship games. So the referees will be stretched in and referees will need help and assistance off the host club of games because they might not be able to get their team of umpires for every game. So there'll be a kind of onus on those host clubs to help out. And what's happened in caribou over the last couple of years, Jack, is that there are still some clubs out there, who don't provide referees to the Caribbean board to, to referee games. And that's probably not good enough. Well, there's all no probably That isn't good enough. Um, and without the referees, there's no games, whatever sport it is. We need referees. And referees would need help in, in the next couple of months to kind of officiate the games. Because if they're not there, the games aren't going to go ahead. So clubs need to help the referees and provide umpires. And they need to provide linesmen if the referees can't get their their usual teams to games because um, we had a piece with Ed, Ed Sheehy from Newcastle Town as a referee in last week's Southern Star and he made the point that usually the team of umpires and match officials can travel in two cars but now they have to travel in three cars so there's all these like, logistical things too so it's just for, for clubs to kind of keep in mind that if a referee is in trouble if they need umpires and match officials please help them out
1: Well look, isn't it absolutely brilliant that we're talking about these things the GAA is coming back soccer is coming back everything is coming back i can't wait to get involved we can't wait to cover all the matches in the southern star on southernstar.ie and the star sport podcast but we're going to take a quick break now and coming up after that break we're going to be chatting to Cork goalkeeper martina o'brien
2: Thanks for listening to the Star Sport podcast, number one for Sport in West Cork.
1: Cork and Clonacilty goalkeeper Martina O'Brien has enjoyed plenty of good days in recent years, including captaining the Cork ladies to Division One success last season. The Banascarti woman is primed and ready for the imminent return to action, and she caught up with Kieran a little earlier on. Kieran, before we play the interview, how is Martina keeping?
0: Hi, Martina's in good form. She's looking forward to a very busy season. Um, like you mentioned in the earlier part of the show, it's going from a, a famine to a feast. And Martina is going to be busier than most, Jack. She's the senior football divisional team. She's the Kilty intermediate football team. She's the Van junior camogie team. And she also has the Cork senior ladies football team. So she's a busy schedule coming up over the next couple of weeks and months. But I could hear from her now, she's really looking forward to getting back on the pitch. I suppose to start off with, here we are a couple of weeks out from the, the start of the Chet and Chips. If we were around a couple of months ago, we didn't think we'd be in this situation. So what's it like for you, you now a few weeks out from throwing?
2: Um, I suppose it was very unusual, um, like, I suppose, back when, when it all kind of started in lockdown and we were kind of really um, kind of gearing ourselves up for having nothing, I suppose. Do you know, as weeks went on, we were kind of thinking, geez, there's going to be no football, no camogie, no nothing kinda of going on, no J, no sport even um for the rest of the year. But um I suppose it's moved pretty fast in the last couple of weeks again to 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 actually having a season, which look, I suppose it's great. It's fantastic to look forward to something and then, um I think you only realise when you're not doing it and you don't have it how much you you actually love it. Um so it's great, it's great to be back training anyway, I think look I know we're kind of only going week to week now to see and we hope to have games. Um, But it's great just to be back training, seeing people, having the chats, having a laugh. Um, And it's that social interaction, I think, that you miss the most. Um, I know, like, definitely going back to club there now, the last two weeks, I've been really enjoying it. Like, really, like, probably haven't enjoyed it as much since I was young. You know, because um, he'd be kind of going here, there and everywhere. Um, but we kind of had time to really um, just go to training, um, chill out, have a laugh and actually enjoy training, which obviously hasn't happened in a long, long
0: time. You actually make a great point there about your training with the club at the moment. And obviously the inter-county season is further down the line and we'll talk about that in a while. but. It's just interesting to get your thoughts, Artina, on kind of this defined club window at the moment and obviously defined inter-county window later in the year. For you, obviously, on, on the Cork team, for, for I don't know how many years at this stage, you're there seven, eight, nine years yeah. easily. So for you to have this time kind of dedicated to the club, I presume you don't usually get that. And, and what's that like then to be back with, with the, I suppose, with the, the players you've
2: grown up with? Yeah, so like I suppose in the last... Yeah, I, I've I've probably been playing with carpet nearly nearly ten years now, um, probably a little less, but um I suppose haven't had a lot of club time to be with the club. Now that's probably with work and, and other commitments that I would have um as regards I suppose growing up and, and you know, having a job and trying to have a career as well. Um, but I wouldn't have probably been making a lot of club stuff in the last couple of years. And being pulled from going to Camogie and club football and and uh, then we West Cork, West Cork football, so a lot of your time is kind of just trying to get to one session every now and then. Um, so definitely this time it's it's been fantastic because you 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 see the girls every so often and and you know you catch up and whatever. But really, like the last couple of weeks, you're you're back to when I was a teenager and playing football with the girls that I I grew up with. Now that There's not a whole lot of girls left that I played with when I was younger, and um, they're all very young now. But it, look, it's great. It's great to just get that time where you're not worried about, um, oh, like I probably can't do the full session out tonight because I might have a match tomorrow, or whatever. Do you know, you're you're kind of in, you're doing everything, and and really, like I actually really really enjoy it. Um, and it's having that time. I'm supposed to get to know the girls again. Um, and be a team, to you know I suppose that's what we get when everyone's around, um, so yeah no, really, really enjoying it now
0: We're going from a famine to a, a feast of games and you're going to be busier than yeah. most in the next couple of weeks, you've the the West Cork Senior Football Team, the team, Intermediate Football Team and and the the, the Bell Junior Camogie Team Let's look at West Cork first for a second um, with a piece of Brian McCarthy in last week's Southern Star and he was going to say how difficult it would be for West Cork this year, being a divisional team and seeing that Clubs um, will obviously have first teams and players, and clubs of all the county championships kind of going on at the same time as a senior county championship is. Um, can you, what are, your, what are your thoughts on this season here for West Cork? Do you think it'll be a hard, hard one for you?
2: Yeah, I think like even when you know they announced that we were going back and playing and stuff, and I was I didn't actually know what West what position West Cork would be in because. Like we have so many junior clubs, I suppose, and a few intermediate clubs. In, like, they're trying to run off all the games, and I was like, are they going to logistically be able to do it? But I think, in fairness to the county board and and everyone, they're trying to work around and try to give everybody their game time, um, and and they're fitting West Cork in, which is great because I think it's really important, um, that it goes ahead, uh. Really for for the promotion of of ladies football in West Cork, it's just getting bigger and bigger and better and better. And I think it's really important that, that 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 team runs year on year. Look, whether we have a team that's competing or a team that's that's just there thereabouts, like is just it's just to have a team there to see these young girls who are coming up and playing club football and go oh I'm playing with a junior club uh, I'll never get a chance to play senior football maybe but then they see the West Cork team and like competing at the highest grade at senior level in Cork is, is it's a great achievement, I suppose. So like it's giving players that chance. So I think it's great that it, we get the chance to do it this year. And look, I know we're we'll probably running maybe to a few problems with maybe clashes or probably girls playing two club matches and then maybe having to play a West Cork match as well in the week, just with the way it might come. But I think everybody's willing to do that this year because of the circumstances. Um, I know if if I happen to have uh three games in in four days or three games in a row i won't i won 't complain too much because I know look it's no one's pro- it's no one's fault really because it 's very hard to fit everything in and you can't make everybody happy so um look I suppose you'll will come will we'll face that when it comes to it and I think at the moment we're we're not looking at anything like that, so uh, hopefully we can get everyone out and and get everyone to be playing and have everyone available i suppose.
0: And what a game to kick it all off in the senior championship. The, 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 the small matter of Mournabie, I think July, twenty eighth, kind of eve, you become kind of familiar foes over the last couple of years. It's a brilliant game, Martina, to to yeah. start the, the senior football championship. With.
2: I think uh, the county board were like, we'll ease into the, the senior football championship this year. I know. Look, it, what what you say? Like Mournabie are defending all Ireland champions. They beat us twice in a row in county champ. Like, look, I suppose we're kind of going into it as as a stepping stone maybe because look, we're not going to be able to get together a whole lot. So what the lads are trying to do, what and Brian and Anne and, and James are kind of trying to get us matches more than maybe training together because it's just hard to get girls nights because nothing's going to suit everybody. Um so it it's probably going to be it'll probably be a tough one for us because we're not going to have played a whole lot together. But um look, it's a good game. Like your notice standards going to be like unreal so like we'll take it as it comes again and um, use it hopefully like obviously we'd love to be winning the game and that's the mentality we're going to go into with. but we're going to have to be realistic about it as well it's going to be our first game for many there's some new people on the panel again this year so like you know it's, it's kind of finding your 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 good your your right 15 and and your right panel and and kind of just getting that right as the games go on and hopefully if we can kind of Get something together and and really do our best against Mon That maybe our next game will will maybe come to be, get her better first. But look, look, it's going to be the first game. They are not going to have maybe too many games, but they're a club team. You know, they're they're we know what they're all about. So like, it's it's going to be tough, obviously. But look, we'll just take it as it comes again.
0: And then with the, the kind of intermediate team, there's there's so many West Cork teams also at intermediate grade, and you've dodged every one of those those bullets. You're in the, you're, you're in a different group. I think you're with um you with you're with uh, um
2: Arglen, Desmond, we and Glenn Moyer, I think, yeah. or two. Um so yeah, we we have now we weren't so lucky last year because Ross beat was actually in the semi-final and I think we actually had bantry in our claw in, in the group game as well. But um we have so far, but like again. We've got a pretty tough draw in those two teams. Glamire are, uh, were in the count final last year and they were very, very impressive through the year and they're only actually getting stronger and stronger. Sure. Like their underage is, is awesome. They're winning nearly all of their like A grades and under 16 and minor and they're doing really well. So I suppose they're the team maybe that have impressed, um, over the last couple of years in the intermediate grade and, um, we're going to have a tough, we're gonna have a tough day and, and last year actually we had a good battle with Arglyn. Um it, I think it ended we beat him by a point and we had to beat him by so many I don't know, we had to win anyway by something and we managed to do it. Um so that'll be a good battle with them again and they're always so tough like they're they're big strong physical girls and we have two good matches I suppose in 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 our group. Um again like we did really well last year and then we're looking to build on on what we did. We've some younger girls in again and, and in fairness, with what we what the club has been trying to do the last couple of years is trying to build with our underage to to bring that into the intermediate team because I suppose we haven't been very successful over the last couple of years, but our underage is really good and um, they're kind of just getting those girls in and giving them a bit of experience now. And I suppose it'll it'll just tell maybe at the end of this year how where we are with that.
0: When you mentioned earlier just about how important the West Cork division a team is because it, it gives players all over the division kind of a team to aim for and a chance to play a senior. And we've just mentioned there, like Clonakilty Kiltier at intermediate level, you've Ross Blues, and um, we are obviously there as well. But even going down, Donny's are up junior A, Kesselhaven and Rassa are in the same group in Junior B. You can see over the last couple of years, Martina, the standard is really rising and the West Cork teams are really making moves as well.
2: Yeah it has like um, I suppose to to even five years ago you probably look back and Bantry and ourselves and, and Bear probably and you put Ross in that would probably have been the most dominant teams in West Cork like we wouldn't have been competing at, at a, a really high level whereas um, you look at all those teams now and they're, they're you know like you wouldn't want to be meeting any of them not in the intermediate grade and and like you look at Donny's there they've been knocking the door of Junior A for so many years and they're probably only going to get better because of their success, and and the same with the likes of Skib, like they have huge underage numbers, and um, like success breeds success, I suppose. And in West Cork, you're seeing an awful lot with clubs, um, kind of following on year on year, winning the grades and moving up, which is like it's only positive, obviously for West Cork, but definitely for the West Cork team. I think that has again raised the profile of of ladies football in West Cork, and um, I suppose it's helping in in like inspiring younger girls maybe to stick with football and look, geez, that's great. I might be able to play. I really enjoy playing football. I'll stick at it. And they play with their clubs and it's something to aim for. But um, I think in the last couple of years, like ladies football has really taken off, and you can see that actually with uh, girls playing county football as well. There's a lot more girls at underage, like 16s and minor and 14s even. Like there's a lot of girls from County Kilty even I see myself they'd be four, five, six girls every year, maybe at at each grade. Um and that's that's only positive going forward for, for the club itself. Um so yeah, it's made strides, I think, and and I suppose that there's a lot of work gone into it from the West Cork Board as well. You know, they do an awful lot of running competitions, West Cork competitions and um they're just promoting it really, really well. Even you see on social media they're fairly active and they try to get results of games and they, like you know they're just promoting it all the time, which is really good because that just means it's out there. People are seeing it. There's more interest in and maybe parents are seeing these and going, Do you know, my daughter might want to play Leeds football. Let's take her to the club. And that's how you get interest and then it just builds from there.
0: And if you weren't busy enough with your football commitments, you've mm-hmm. come over to you with the Benaskartie Junior Camogie Team. talk me first the last couple of years. You've had great success
2: uh yeah we have now to be fair um we've we i suppose in the last ten years we were gone from junior c to junior b <coughs> excuse me to to junior a um and we actually have a very good underage as well for a small club, like we're actually doing very well, and I think we're probably we're probably at a grade now where um you know we can really compete now, not like not that we were too good for junior b or anything, but we were really. We were really pushing for a couple of years to to kind of get get up a grade and it it took us a while, alright. But um yeah no we're we're we've had a good success actually I've two county medals two like junior county medals with ball and there's not a lot of people can say that with their club that they'll have county medals and mm. they're really medals that I cherish and are actually really proud of because I started out playing G with them with, with playing with ball G and playing with um balliskarty comoge so. It's really I suppose a team that I'll always um go back to. Do you know, like it's always the first thing that I'd love to play. Um when you know, if I have no commitments with Cork or, or with Club, it's I thoroughly enjoy playing camogie. like it's it's great and the club are so supportive. Um and do you know what, they we have a lot of girls who are coming on in, in grades as well with Cork. So like our club is actually doing very well for a small a small little village, um, we're producing some really fine camogie players um, and something to, I suppose, build on for the future. Again, we'd be looking, to, you know, like we're obviously aiming to get in to intermediate now. It'll take another couple of years probably um, with girls coming up and uh, younger players just kind of maybe um, getting a bit of experience. But um, no, we'll definitely be there thereabouts anyway. And um, to date, the commitment has been better than we've seen it in years. Like we've had 16... Plus girls at training, which we haven't seen in a while. So, uh, look, it's great, um, and I think uh, this whole the whole COVID situation has probably brought, brought girls back and and kind of said like, yeah, she's I really miss actually think rugby and you know just being out and 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 meeting people. And I think it has it has done us a great um, done us well really because we've got girls back who might not have played this year.
0: I suppose you've obviously made your name as a football goalkeeper, but your kind of your your passion and love for camogie is coming through there. Is is it always nice for you to get that supposed to get away from football for a small bit small bit and just enjoy camogie?
2: Yeah, and I'd always like I would always have said like I, I probably would have enjoyed playing camogie um over football when I was growing up. Um now I better not say that now because obviously football is is what I play most of. But I do I really I really enjoy I think it's the skill in comogi because like, um, with football, like obviously there's there's massive skill in it as well. Like you have to and you but like if you're fit and you have some skill you'll be quite good. Um whereas with camogie or with hurling, like if you don't work on your skill, you'll be shown up fairly lively. But I find it it's a great thing to go back to because there's never any pressure on me to go back to play camogie, really, Do you know, because you're 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 kinda of like they're like, Yeah, she hasn't played for a while, Do you know, she'll be grand <laughs> and they'll shove me in anywhere. Um, so there's never any pressure going back to your club that way. Whereas in football, you probably do find that little bit of pressure where you have to perform and um, you're playing at a higher grade. So they're like, oh well, she should be, you know, good all the time. Um, but with camogie, you go back and and you you get the chance, I suppose, to express yourself a bit more, um, make a few mistakes, and no one's ever going to kind of say, well, she doesn't play camogie at a higher level, so she's grand. Um, but no, I do. I thoroughly enjoy going back playing in, um I I don't make enough Camogie trainings from year to year, but um, and and that's probably due to my football commitments. But when I am there, I like I really really enjoy it, and um, I try to every year like get more in, but it it just gets harder and harder, and um, I suppose to make the commitment to it. But like in fairness again, my club are amazing. Like I might not make a couple of trainings in a week, like for consecutive weeks, and they'll always be like that's no problem you know just come when you can and and i'll always get games you know so they're they are really good like that and all the girls are really supportive and they know like i'm doing other stuff so okay well fit enough so you know they, they'd be happy happy like that
0: you're going to go then from a very busy kind of club season into the inter-county campaign and the FA had the draws for the kind of the revised on Ireland last week and Corker in with Kerry and Kevin. What's your reaction to, to the draw? And even the format itself is obviously not different this year.
2: Yeah, it is. I suppose um like we were going to have a different format anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, like it was going to be a group kind of format and you'd only had there was going to be no court finals. Now I know um it's it's kind of changed and I suppose we have to change with it, which is fine to you know, like it's a format that is workable for a season. Um and we kind of had similar format last year. Uh, in regards, we had the the group game where we played Arma and Cavan. I think last year, so we'd be kind of sim- familiar with it. But I suppose um, the draw, like a tough draw. I I mean, I think Kerry are are, are real dark horses. Um, they they're going so well in Division Two this year. Like I I say they'll be fairly disappointed now they couldn't finish out the Division Two. Because they would have been a big aim to get back up to Division One. Because they are, to be fair, they're a Division One team, and I suppose they just lost their way in the last couple of years. Um, but I think they'll be a big, big threat to to Championship this year, and we we're we won't be taking Cavan lightly either. Because last year I know I know the end result. We probably had beaten them maybe by a good couple of points in the end, but like they they banged three goals past us, like um and it was it was a really really tough game and they 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 are actually making good strides in senior as well um, and they always compete in ulster so i think we got we got probably one of the toughest draws that were there um and by no means will we be seeing ourselves as as coming out top um easily Do you know what i mean but look i think this year is going to be you you're going to see surprises and it's going to happen in the group stages Do you know you're not going to see the top four coming out Easily in in um into semifinals like like last year, I suppose.
0: Because the way it is, now, there's four groups of three teams, and only the top team of each group advances straight to the final. So, kind of every team has to hit the ground running. You have to find your form early and try and build momentum.
2: Yeah, um, and I suppose that's the nature of championship too. Do you know, um, and it it kind of brings a bit of a, a, an exciting element to it there, where you can't rest on your laurels. You can't be like, oh, look, should we have another game to kind of maybe. Get ourselves together. You have to. It's all or nothing, I suppose, in your first game, because then you're re- relying on results for the next game, um are are hoping for the best, really, which you can't. um so, yeah, I I think it brings. Look, it's a good way, maybe, to run it off this year. Um, I I don't think there can be any complaints, really. It's the only way that you can go, and it gives a couple of games as well to teams. It's not just complete knockout either. Um, but I suppose in the senses, if you lose your first game, you probably are out. Um, but look, it, it'll focus your mind. I think it really will have us focused. Um, get in, get a good first game, and, and look, you can you can always reevaluate after that. Then, if you've won that, look, you can maybe rest up a little. But it doesn't give you any chance to do that. Really, I think you 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 have three to four games maybe to get to an all or in a final, and you have to be good in all those. You have to perform. But um, look, that that's something that the lads have have na- like kind of really been nailing down this year is that. You can't rest on on your like saying, "Oh look, we've another game. They want us to perform every game, and they've been kind of just getting that into our heads like there's no kind of um take it easy like we're all we're all fighting for places on the team, and they really have brought that competitive competitiveness to the panel, I suppose, so we we understand this that like there's there's um it's all about you know bringing it on the day.
0: I think, like you kind of mentioned there, Martina, that there's a potential for shocks in the group stages. Do you feel it's going to level the playing field? Obviously, Dublin have been the top team the last couple of years, but we're heading into this championship now with no form to gauge teams off, no prior. Obviously, the the league games are back back in February, February, March, so we don't know how teams are going until we actually hit the championship. So, do you feel every team is kind of almost even, kind of starting off?
2: I think so. I think like there will be shocks, like we saw. Was it last year? Um, Mayo beating Donegal, and like that would have been a shock in itself. Um, but I think any team is is there for the taking. Um, ourselves, Dublin, Galway. That say like the three top teams for the last couple of years. Like on any given day, you can probably play poor, and then another team can play exceptional. But I think what this time off has given everybody is time maybe to work on. Weaknesses or fitness issues or whatever it has been like, we're, we don't know when we go, until we go back, I suppose, even how we're going to fare skill wise. And, and now, now I know girls are like, everyone's kind of keeping themselves fit, um, and doing as much as they can themselves. Um, but you, you just don't know until you get together how we, we're going to fare ourselves. But I do think, um, teams are there for the taking. Um, and if, if at any time it's now that you're going to beat the top teams and, I think like it's it, teams like Kerry now and and the likes of of Armagh. Do you know teams that have been kind of surprising mm-hmm. over the years that will really see an opportunity to kind of probably get get like get the top teams and and cause a shock. And I I think it will it probably will happen. But look, you do see the likes of Dublin. They're going to be super prepared. They always have been. Um and in fairness, like ourselves, the preparation has is always really good. So you'd hope it won't happen in our case, but You'd like to see a shock with with other teams, obviously.
0: Before I let you go, Martina, you kind of mentioned there about kind of obviously the time off over the last couple of months. How do you find that kind of being away from that inter-county bubble? and I suppose for for a couple of months, was it nice to get a bit of time to yourself to kind of to kind of step back a small bit and, and relax, or did you really miss the kind of week to week intensity of training and matches?
2: I suppose um, both ways there. To be honest, like you win when I suppose the whole whole shutdown happened it was it was the the unknown you're kind of going oh like your 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 routine has just changed totally and for the first couple of weeks because you were like oh geez like we'd be doing this now this week and We'd probably be training really hard this week, or we'd have we'd be playing a match, or like even when the league final kind of passed along, we were like we could have been in that, and you know those things go through. but I suppose we like I adapted then into kind of going, geez, this is nice to have time off, and you're not traveling to training or you're not thinking about oh I have to look after myself because we've a match or whatever, but it was a bit of both to be honest, but I did realize then uh, when we were you know looking to get back that you know it's going to be really nice to actually. Go back, meet everyone, um, have the laugh, because like again, it's it's not until this happened how I realised how much I miss playing, you know, and what, the social aspect more than anything. Um, yeah, like if you're playing in the county, it's all about the competition and and competitiveness and pushing yourself. But what the the most thing was the social interaction with girls and and with management and just with everybody. And you you'd miss um how they would boost your mood over week on week when you're uh, meeting these people and the stories that people have and how it can change your day from being a bad day to a good day. Do you know, now in fairness, we did keep in contact over whatever, like we have WhatsApp groups and all that kind of stuff. So it's not, um, it's not like we weren't, you know, having a laugh there, but it's, it's different. That social interaction I think is, is the big thing. And um, it's, I like, it's something I can't wait to get back to really like, because, you do that's the big thing that you miss, um, it's not maybe the competitiveness and, and the games and stuff, it's it's really the, the people you know, it's the people that make it.
0: That's a, a great way to finish off. Like you said, it's great that the GA back, so best of luck in the, the next couple of weeks and months. You have a, a busy much. schedule, Martina.
2: Yeah, look, I I don't think I'd want it any other way at this stage. Uh, if if it was nothing, I'd be complaining as well. So we won't complain with the amount of matches we're going to get.
0: Brilliant, best of luck.
2: Thanks a million, Kieran. Thanks for listening to the Star Sport podcast,
1: number 1 for sport in West Cork. Welcome back to the Star Sport podcast and before we wrap up today's show, we're just going to take a quick look at what to expect in this week's Southern Star sports section. Kieran, I'm expecting big things with the return to play imminent.
0: And you won't be disappointed, Jack. It's another action-packed sports section winging its way to all of West Cork and beyond this Thursday. A um, number of standouts for me in in this week's sports section. I'm going to go first to a two-page interview with Jennifer O'Leary. Um, she's obviously, we've talked about Jennifer so much over the last couple of weeks with the Best in the West competition, but um, I caught up for a proper in-depth chat with Jennifer. She's living in Armagh now since 2013, and she's back this season playing with Middletown Camogie team. Um, Jennifer and her husband, Paul Curry, had their first child, Lauren, last December. So, Jennifer loves a challenge. I just say that out there. She's really motivated. And her challenge is to see, can she come back after having her first child? And whoever knows her knows that she will come back. And not only will she come back, but she'll probably be better than ever before. Um, she's 36 now. She's gone on 37. But even from chatting to her for this interview, she's so driven and determined to fire Middletown to their first senior Camogie title ever um, they've been close over the last couple of years so it's a really really good interview Jack, um, what we get into too is Jennifer's competitiveness because she's probably the most competitive person I've ever spoken to Kind of even turning 37 in October to hear the bite in her voice and how determined she is and the training she's done on her own for the last couple of months to prepare her for her first club training session last week, it it'd actually make you feel guilty for, for not doing as much as she is. Um, so for the Jennifer O'Leary feature alone, I think this week's Southern Star is a is a must-buy. Also, um, with the West Cork group of days in the county football championship coming up, um, we're obviously going to promote that over the next couple of weeks. And what I did is I looked at the, the club championship career of John Hayes. He's the, the Caribbean Rangers quarter men for almost two decades now. So I've broken it down into just club championship games alone, how how much he has scored for Carby Rangers since he made his debut back in 2002 in the Carby Junior A football game against Gabriel Rangers. So from that game in 2002 up to 2019, I've worked out how much exactly John Hayes has scored in club championship games, and it's phenomenal. And a couple of startling stats came out, Jack, when I was going through all the different match reports and putting all the figures together so it's well worth checking out the star for that as well this Thursday. And I'm also just going to mention as well, um, I've spoken to St James's GA Club Chairman Lyle Sullivan for a piece for this week's Southern Star just about the club's financial difficulties. St James's went public last week when they launched the GoFundMe page because they put their hands up and they admitted that they had only one month's account, one month's fund left in their bank account. Like things are things are that tough for the club off the back of the COVID-19 pandemic, they are, their main fundraisers have to be cancelled. Um, they're still paying the same bills. They have a bank loan to pay back. They have electricity, ESP, pitch maintenance, and so on. And the club is struggling for money. And they're not the only club, to be honest, Jack. There's definitely other clubs out there who are also probably in financial 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 difficulties because they haven't had the money coming in after club lottos and so on. So I think it's a really important piece um and a really important interview with St James's club chairman Nigel Sullivan because they've had the balls to actually come out and say, Look, lads, we're struggling a small bit here and they've launched a GoFundMe page to to kind of raise the hope is to raise ten thousand euro to see the club through to the end of the year. So um, again, check out this week's Southern Star for that. So there's some really important stories in this week's Southern Star, as well as all the fixture details about the Carbery Championships coming up and the county championships and so on. So lots of reading in there for West Cork sport fans. And also, Sebastian Loeb makes uh, makes an appearance in this week's sports section in the Motorsport column. So worth checking out that as well.
1: Yeah, and that will be available in shops across West Cork and beyond from thursday morning and if you can't make it to the shops you can always purchase a digital subscription just go to www.southernstar.ie forward slash e and you can read the southern star on your computer tablet or smartphone for less than two euro per week now that is value thanks for listening to the star sport podcast we'll be back at the same time next week so if you enjoy these shows please make sure to rate review and subscribe on itunes spotify YouTube, Google Podcasts, Acast, Stitcher, the COVID-19 tracking app. I think we might be available on there too or wherever else you listen to the show.